Lance Secretin once wrote, authenticity is the alignment of head, mouth, heart, and feet, thinking, saying, feeling, and doing the same things consistently. This builds trust and followers love leaders that they can trust. For those of you who don't know Lance, he is a New York Times bestselling author of inspirational leadership and organizational culture transformation titles, as well as being a highly sought after speaker. And I don't know about you guys, but this hits, this sums it up. And authenticity is what we'll be talking about on today's episode. You're smart, you're motivated, you wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Verino, and welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. Relationships are built on trust, honesty, and transparency. Authenticity is a part of that. How can you be trustworthy, honest, and transparent if you aren't being authentic, if you aren't true to yourself? How can you be true to others? When you start to deal with people who have been there, done that, they'll be able to sense your authenticity during your conversations and relationship. Even though they may not be the most authentic versions of themselves, they'll know if you're not because you're playing the same game. It takes one to know one. Authenticity is the foundation of building trust and credibility in business. When people interact with your brands in an authentic and meaningful way, it enhances credibility with stakeholders in more than one way. Here's why. Credibility refers to the perception that a business is reliable, competent, and knowledgeable in its field, from residential maid service to real estate investing. When a business demonstrates authenticity, it shows that it's genuine, sincere, and true to its values and purpose. This consistency between what a business says and what it actually does builds this credibility. And credible businesses are more likely to be perceived as experts in their industry, attracting customers, partners, and employees who trust their expertise and offerings. Never has being true to yourself seemed so important. Am I right? On the other hand, trustworthiness involves being reliable, dependable, and honest with one's actions and intentions. Authentic businesses are transparent about their practices, policies, and performance. They don't do shady shit or manipulative tactics. By consistently acting in alignment with the values and promises, authentic businesses earn the trust of their stakeholders. And trustworthy businesses are more likely to retain loyal customers, attract top talent, and form strong partnerships. When I think about being authentic in my role or in my business, to me, it's all about doing things that are actually true to what I would do. I don't want to get up on stage and perform and act like I am someone who I'm not. It's very, very important for me to be exactly who I am. So if you meet me in the grocery store or you meet me after I walked off stage, you're meeting the exact same person and you can trust in that and you can know that. And when you meet me and you tell me or we're speaking via email, I'm going to react the same way to you because it's exactly who I am. I think that's highly, highly important when you're interacting with customers, but I also do that in my business with my employees and independent contractors. I am exactly who I am, and I think that's so important because sometimes people are putting on their work voice or their work face, right, and presenting as someone who they're actually not, and that's where people can start to tell, like, hmm, is this you? Are, are, 
are you really being honest with me? Are you being authentic with me? And people start to then not trust you. They're not trusting not just you. They're not trusting you at all in business, in life, in anything. And so staying who you are is so, so important. I know my dad, he used to get teased for being really PC, right? Really politically correct. He'd never really say things one way or another, politically or, you know, economically or anything of that nature, but that's exactly who he was. So if you met him at our dinner table, he was behaving the exact same way. Okay, so how do we recognize authenticity in others? It's already hard to tell if people we date are being authentic and we spend one-on-one time with, but how the hell do you do it when you only have an hour here or there with a potential business partner or collaborator? I know you guys have probably seen that Black Mirror episode where everyone's rankings are above their head. And I used to say this sometimes, like, wouldn't it be great if people came with a Yelp review so we could see, like, did they cheat on all their past partners or did they actually screw over their last business partner, right? Does their wife secretly hate them or their kids think they're a jerk? Like, we'd love to know these things. But in that episode, it tells you it's probably not so good. But here are some things that I look for when determining if my colleagues, employees, and partners are being authentic. First, consistency. Authentic individuals demonstrate consistency in their words, actions, and behaviors. Second, transparency and openness. Authentic individuals are transparent. They're open in their communication. They share information honestly and admit their mistakes. They're willing to engage in open dialogue. Third, self-awareness. Authentic individuals have a strong sense of self-awareness. They know their weaknesses, strengths, and limitations. Fourth, integrity. Authentic individuals uphold high ethical standards and operate with integrity. They demonstrate honesty, trustworthiness, and ethical behaviors in their interactions. You know, a few others include genuine interest in others, nonconformity, emotional intelligence, and being a lifelong learner. Chances are, if the people you engage with embody a few, if not all of these characteristics, they're an authentic individual. However, if your partners are switching it up all the time, telling you know other things different times from what they've told you, maybe they're flaky or consistently canceling or rescheduling meetings, not sending the emails or documents when they said they would, yeah, they're probably not authentic and probably definitely not organized at least. When I think about doing business with people who are not authentic, quite a few people come to mind. We've had some pretty bad experiences with inauthentic individuals who had really bad intentions and took a lot of time, energy, money, and effort from me and my family members. We had this one gentleman who wanted us to invest in his gym, and he took my whole family and put us on this diet and this workout plan, and he wanted us to be the face of a TV show, and we were working with him, and really the entire time he was just stealing money from us and not building a gym and not doing everything that he had said he was going to do, showing us fake plans and really screwing us over in the end. And it was really, really sad. Or another couple that we worked with, we had built an entire business around the concept that they loved and they seemed so authentic and genuine. But when push came to shove, their true colors showed and they literally were screaming at me in front of clients over nothing. And it was really interesting because as soon as my dad wasn't there or as soon as a point of authority wasn't there, the way they actually felt about everyone who was doing the hard work for them to build their business came to light and it didn't look so good. Let's talk about talking the talk and walking the walk. 
You, as a young boss, must align your brand image with your personal values. Why? Well, it's to avoid coming off as inauthentic. And let me tell you, sooner or later, the inauthentic business owners, they get sniffed out. When there's a disconnect between the brand image projected by a company and the personal values of its leader or employees, it has the potential to create a perception of inauthenticity, which can damage trust and credibility to the brand and to its leaders. You know, some examples of this could be maybe a brand or business that claims that they're sustainable, but its leaders invest in non-renewables or they somehow pollute, right? I mean, we all pollute, but pollute to some extreme level, right? Is it corporate coffee roasters sharing the stories of the coffee farmers in a romanticized way when in reality they're paying super low wages and have horrible working conditions? Or maybe it's the owner of a vegan meat company who eats completely, you know, a carnivore diet. These things will showcase themselves and rear their head at some point, some way. Remember, authenticity has a lot more to do with consistency. And when it aligns with your brand image and your personal values and you're engaging in consistency, it's going to help build an emotional connection with your clients and customers. It also allows for authentic storytelling, which is crucial when building a brand. Having storytelling moments that are true to the brand and the people behind it elevates the client or customer experience. Think about that granola bar where on the back it's like, we wanted to create sustainable granola bars, right? And they tell you this whole story of their uncle who owned a farm and whatever, all this stuff. It, it's really fun because you read it and you're like, wow, this is a little experience as I eat this granola bar, right? It feels authentic and it connects you to the brand and to the business and it makes you want to purchase from them more. Storytelling matters. Hey there, are you tired of being an average Joe? The Young Boss Podcast is here to help you shake things up and grab your career by the horns. So hit that subscribe button and let's get things started. Now back to the show. When I think about authenticity, something that comes to mind is having a matching headset, heart set, and mindset. A lot of people talk about having a certain headset or mindset, right? But we forget about the other component, which is heart set. If you're promoting that your business is truly to help people, but in your heart of hearts, all you want to do is make money, <laughs> it's going to show, okay? People are going to realize real quick that you're not being very authentic. It's super important that all of these things are in alignment. And as a young boss, you really need to sit down and ask yourself, what do you truly want in your heart, in your head? And if they're not in alignment, start doing some soul searching or change the values of your company. Why can't you help people and make money? right? You can do both, but you need to stop projecting that it's only about helping people. So we have to really make sure everything's in alignment and that's going to maintain your authenticity. When we talk about the importance of making decisions and moving forward in alignment, I think this is really important. Whatever decision you make needs to stay structured with whatever your goal is in this business. So all of your decisions should make sense. Consistency, they need to all flow with one another so people can almost guess what decision you're going to make. I love when my employees can come to me and say, hey, this was the issue. This is how I solved it because I've seen you solve it this way in the past. Would you have wanted me to do anything different? And I'm like, bingo, that's exactly how I would have solved it because I make the same decision every single time when that specific problem is 
coming to me. And so they know exactly what to do when that problem comes to them. Not only does it take things off my plate, but now they're staying in the brand alignment and the core values that I want to you know, display. And they're being authentic to who we are as a brand and as a business. As we've discussed before, successful leaders make informed decisions quickly. And they're able to do that because they're aligned throughout their business, from their branding, to their operations, to their company culture and personal values. When you're aligned on all levels, it makes cultivating authenticity that much easier. When you're authentic and true to yourself, you have a magnetism about you. You embody the qualities and characteristics that attract or draw people towards forming connections and relationships with individuals or groups. We've all met that person who just you know, almost pushes you away. They're almost that opposite side of the magnet, right? We're talking about magnetism as in drawing people in, but what about the repelling side? And sometimes we've met people like that who were just like, oh, like this energy is not for me. This mindset's not for me. This whatever is not for me. But I call this when we're talking about the pulling in, relational magnetism. It represents the ability to naturally or effortlessly engage others and create a strong pull that fosters positive and meaningful connections. People who have relational magnetism often have the following characteristics. Well, number one, they're authentic, duh. Two, they're empathetic and understanding. They're able to level with others. Three, they're positive and energetic about things. The cup is always half full. Four, they're great communicators. They can't get much done without sharing their own thoughts and ideas with others while also being able to listen. Five, they're emotionally intelligent. They can read people and pick up on nonverbal cues that often tell more than words do. Six, they're charismatic and present at all times. They enjoy the now and they're not worried about the past or the future. They're engaged in conversation and naturally draw others into the conversation. I often hear aspiring young bosses, even W-2 employees, throw around the phrase, fake it till you make it. And let me tell you, it's really not a great way to go about your life. I want to share with you, you know, a pretty powerful quote I came across about faking it until you make it and how your authenticity is impacted. Authenticity is not found in faking confidence or competence. It is found in the courage to be vulnerable and the humility to continuously learn and grow. That was said by Simon Sinek, author of The Infinite Game and Start With Why. And what that means to me is own your ignorance. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Recently, I had my colleague Joshua Hull on the show who shared a story of being in a room full of millionaires and billionaires when he was only in his mid-20s. And what attracted those men and women to him was his vulnerability, his curiosity, and his willingness to ask questions. Those are attributes of his that he contributes a lot of his success to. It's okay to not be the smartest person in the room because that's the room you want to be in. I remember a time that I was talking to my mom's boyfriend and he was throwing around all sorts of phrases being like, why don't you, you know, do da 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 And I was like, huh? And I like was just uh-huhing him and just okaying him instead of being like, well, what's that? Or can you show me about that? And at the end, he's like, okay, so you're going to go do this, this, and this, and this. And I was just like, but I don't know what those are. And I was like embarrassed to ask. And I think that's really real. Sometimes you, you want to just fake it because you don't want to be embarrassed to say, I don't know what that is. But he saw it all over my face. He's like, are you even comprehending what I'm saying that you need to go do? And I was just at the end, finally like, 
no. <laughs> and he's like, okay, let me help you. What, what do you not understand about the first thing I'm asking? And I'm like, what is this word? What does this even mean? And he was like, oh, okay, let's back it up. And he went through it with me and taught it to me. And actually I was able to move forward. But if I didn't kind of show that, hey, I really don't actually know what you're talking about, or he didn't have the emotional intelligence to understand my facial expression, which was like, I don't get what you're talking about. This is over my head, bro. Then we wouldn't have been able to connect in that way. So remember, it's way, way better to actually learn and be able to grow than stay quiet and be embarrassed. The only way you can grow and learn is by educating yourself, taking risks, asking questions, and owning your ignorance. I learned and you need to learn too. There's a reason why apprenticeships were so popular back in the day, before organized higher education and whatnot. But where else are you going to learn the craft? And who's better to teach you and show you the lay of the land than the people who've done what you aspire to do? You must embrace the journey, embrace learning new things, and embrace the growth that you're about to experience. Without growth, you'll be in the same place you are now in five years. And guess what? It's going to be worse in five years, I promise. Listen, I get it. It's easy to get carried away talking about all the things that you're doing and your successes and your failures, but you'll be blown away at what people tell you when you let them talk about themselves. Showing genuine interest in other stories and actively listening to what they have to say will be incredibly invaluable to your business and your career. Listening is a top three skill for becoming a young boss. Be a sponge. Soak every bit up. I want to end with this. Your success is measured by the success of those that you lead. Think about that. Have you been struggling leading others to success? Are you falling short as a leader? Your leadership must drive results. Your leadership must enable your team to show off the person you are as the company leader, right? As the young boss. Authenticity plays a vital role in leadership and significantly impacts how team members respect and respond to your direction. Think about that. What does your success is measured by the success of those that you lead mean to you? For me, I like to think about it as passing, accepting, or executing responsibility. If you only can execute responsibility, then guess what? You're actually probably not a good leader because you need to be able to pass responsibility to someone, have them comprehend what you actually need and want them to do. You also need to be able to accept responsibility. When someone passes you something, do you comprehend what's going on? I cannot stand when I work with someone who I give them direction and then I'm like, okay, do you understand what I'm asking you to do? And they're like, uh-huh. And then literally like three days later, they're like, I didn't get at all what you said. And I'm like, but I asked you right then, like that was your chance. Because a lot of times once it's out of my mind, right, it's gone. So I need to work on passing responsibility because I'm failing with people who can't accept it properly, right? And I don't wanna just rip it back from them and only execute myself. That's not being a good leader. Your leadership must drive results. Your leadership must enable your team to show off the person you are as a company leader, as a young boss. Authenticity plays a vital role in leadership and significantly impacts how team members respect and respond to your direction. Your company's culture and team dynamics are a direct reflection of your leadership and how authentic you come across to employees. 
This could mean how you react to someone when they are saying that they had a bad day or how you respond to someone who's falling short on their KPIs or underperforming on a project. It also means how you react when somebody experiences a positive life event, like becoming pregnant, married, or paying off their student loans. Every minute, every interaction is an opportunity to be authentic and create an environment where everyone can be themselves, can be vulnerable, open, and honest with each other. When I think about the biggest achievements in my work career with my employees, it's not actually how many sales they made, right? I have an incredible sales guy on the team who hits practically a million dollars every single year on his own, right? He does one-on-one sales and he hits almost a mil every year. But what meant more to me was the day he called me to say, Belle, I was able to pay off my parents' mortgage. You know, they get to live for free. And I was able to do that at 26 years old because of the success I've had in this business. Thank you for the opportunity. That to me meant more than him achieving metrics or hitting his goals. Or when my operations director called me to say, I just bought my first home. I'm moving in. I'm so excited. I would have never been able to do this when I was working at this other business, but the opportunities and the advancements that you've given me have really allowed me to be able to live this life I've always dreamed of. And I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. And to me, that means more than anything, right? Obviously, I want them to succeed in business, but when they succeed in life, that's everything. As a young boss, you set the tone. People may not remember exactly what you did or said, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And be authentic in your interactions. Maya Angelou. It's clear that authenticity has a profound impact on your connections and relationships in the business realm. We've emphasized the importance of staying true to yourself, avoiding the pitfalls of inauthenticity, and ensuring that your brand image aligns with your personal values. By dissecting the components of authenticity, such as headset, heart set, and mindset, we've shown you why they play a crucial role in making decisions and progressing, not just in business, but in life. Additionally, we introduce the concept of relational magnetism, which involves being present, open, and attracting the right people and opportunities with confidence. We're not going to have a Yelp review floating above our heads, so we've got to lead with authenticity. On the flip side, we've shed light on the dangers of faking it till you make it and stressed the significance of thorough research, self-education, and the courage to be vulnerable. We've underlined the value of embracing the journey of learning and growth, as well as the power of listening attentively and showing genuine interest in others. Authentic leadership has emerged as a game changer for team success and morale, while emphasizing the importance of prioritizing client fulfillment alongside marketing and sales. To wrap it all up, we've covered the juicy bits and now it's your turn to embrace your authentic self forge meaningful connections, and continue your path of learning and growth. Believe in your power to make waves in the business world. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with me, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And let me know if you have ever met someone who you're like, ooh, they are not authentic. And it's propelled you from wanting to do business with them. I want to hear Remember, youth is your power.